Welcome to the Biting Side mini podcast where I make a point to keep things really personal. So I was watching something. I don't even remember what it was actually. And in it, they said, you know, someday you're going to wake up and realize that you have no idea what happiness is. Not fun, but happiness. And they made that quick little distinction. And it was, you know, relevant, um, you know, because the person that they were saying it to, um, and I can't even remember, you know, what this was, even as I'm sitting here, like recalling the details, but you know, whatever, it doesn't matter. It was just something that came in my ear and like created something, some inspiration. And I just wanted to talk about it because I thought that distinction was really cool. They were saying it to someone who was, you know, all about having fun and really well-versed at, you know, doing fun stuff and having these moments of fun. Um, But they were pointing out like, no, you're going to wake up and realize that you don't even know what happiness is. I mean, you think you do because you create all these moments of fun or you, you know, sort of um, make sure that you're kind of getting those temporary highs, um, but you're not seeing the distinction here. And that was really interesting to me. I love playing with distinctions anytime there's like a new thing that's even just like slightly, I don't know. And maybe, maybe that's an obvious one to people, but, but I hadn't heard that mentioned in a good while. I mean, I really don't hear people, you know, thinking things through like that. And so it was just a quick, you know, kind of, um, meant to be a snide comment or, you know, a big blow to that person's understanding of themselves, um, kind of thing. And, It had a lot of impact or importance in my mind because I see it going on. I mean, you know, fun is different than happiness. How? You know, it made me think like fun is different than happiness. Fun contributes to happiness. Fun is a vital part of happiness. I'm not at all saying that fun is problematic or superficial or anything, but it also can be superficial if it's not woven in to the tapestry of the deeper person, which then can contribute to happiness because happiness is a state um, that is deeply rooted and woven in to the person at their deepest core, you know, who I am being. Um, That's the way I would look at it. And it's like, you know, uh, this also creates the possibility for another thing that I've experienced a lot, but it's hard to um, get people to kind of understand sometimes, which is... I have experienced plenty of sadness or sad moments or bad moments, angry moments, like, you know, um, when being completely in a state of happiness, though, like my being was ultimately at a state of happiness. I was happy. I was experiencing happiness, but I was having sadness, too, on that on top of that, you know, because um, it just kind of points to the fact that there are layerings of things. Um, and fun is great. And fun is amazing. But it's kind of a top layer. Um, it's a moment. It's an activity. It's an experience. It's a little more fleeting than happiness. And people don't think so. People say happiness is fleeting, you know, and they're kind of defining fun and happiness the same sometimes, um, or maybe contentment. Um, You know, they're thinking like, oh, you're never actually satisfied. And they're getting these things all confused because the whole reason that one might say 
um, you know, that contentment is rare or something, that you have these moments of fleeting happiness, is because they're thinking that the happiness has to exist or isn't a deep state. They're, they're getting it confused with more of a temporary state like fun, um, and they're thinking that for the happiness to really be there, uh, it has to exist without any other conflicting temporary things on top of it. <laughs> and that's totally untrue for me. Uh, you know, to me, I can feel happiness, like complete happiness and contentment with my life and my person and, you know, all of it. Um, and not feel hopeless at all. I mean, you know, and still feel sadness and concern or disappointment or any of the other negative things also in a solid way you know not just like a teeny like well there's one little thing I'm sad about but mostly I'm happy like no no even if I feel it like heavy that day like you know for whatever reason, there are reasons or there are no reasons, like a lot of things messed up that day or uh, no good reason at all. I just like have a lot of sadness today because that's what's happening and I got to get that out. I got to flush that out. I mean, and so, you know, I think it's kind of interesting that um, we don't think about making these distinctions and yeah, I, I do think, um, and then the vocabulary too, it's like, God, well, somebody might argue with me that that's not what happiness means. And that, you know, a uh, deeper state thing that I'm talking about is um, a different word, like uh, light contentment or, you know, um, maybe like hope or something. I don't know, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, isn't it interesting to have these discussions? I mean, sure, they can get kind of spun out and complicated, but really, you know, at least knowing that there is kind of this deep level one, this um, integrated with your entire being state, you know, have I lost hope? Am I happy? Am I okay with life? Am I, you know, okay with me? And um, that's happiness, you know, that deeper state of like, I really am a part of this. I'm um, doing my part. I'm taking responsibility and really being a part of life. And therefore, I feel alive and there's happiness. And then these other things like fun and sadness or, you know, all these other things can still be happening on the top layers. And sometimes the words may even be the same. Like maybe we use... Um, you know, sadness as a word to describe the long-term complete, like I am totally dissatisfied with my life. I am not okay. I'm not okay with me. I'm not okay with this life. I'm, you know, and maybe we use the same word sadness, which I think is, you know, erroneous to do, but whatever, but maybe we do. And we just understand, no, I'm talking about the deep one. I'm talking about the fully integrated one, the one that's at that layer. That's like my full person. Um, Versus like, yeah, and then sometimes we use that word to describe the temporary one too. But just knowing that there are the two, you know, and that, um, yeah, things like fun. I don't know, because in this, in this case, you could totally witness that in this character. I mean, it was something that I was watching. It was some kind of um, thing where there was, you know, storyline and characters. And the character was very much like seeking fun and thinking that, and I've seen people do this a lot where they think that if they pack as many fun experiences into their day or their life, it will create happiness for them um, and, or make them a happy person or make them feel fully alive or make them feel like they're taking full advantage of life or really living life. 
And it doesn't, it doesn't. You know, you can kind of see the emptiness in it because they're almost frantic to keep putting more fun in their world. And you're like, it's not doing it for you, is it? <laughs> you know, like you can see that it's not really creating satisfaction. It's not really doing it for them. Um, and, you know, because and I, it's like, you know, as much travel as possible so I can feel like I'm really living my life, see as many things, see the whole world, do as many things as I can, try as many things as I can, have as much fun, 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 fun as I can so that I can feel like I'm really living life. And, you know, um, <laughs> I sound like kind of a hypocrite right here because, dude, I do games. My whole business, Bring Connection Back, is about games that do help you have more fun and more experiences and a diversity of experiences so that you can feel more alive. Um, but, you know, the reason that there's all this depth layer into the games that I offer and it's not just like, go out and do something wild today, the end, you know, and I like talk about the like, okay, and think about this and think about this. It's because I'm trying to weave it in. You know, the, you can absolutely um, take fun experiences or the playfulness of your spirit or the diversity of experiences going and doing and trying and seeing the world and absolutely weave them into a deeper fabric of you as long as you are asking yourself a million different questions and really taking the time to integrate it fully into your understanding of life and into your vision of life and not just like letting them hit you uh, and not doing the hard work, you know, like the, the slow patient work of like weaving that thread up and down and, you know, really um, getting it into the fabric of what you know life to be, what you feel life to be, who you are as a person. Because you have to ask the hard questions and you might even get like kind of metaphoring here, you know, pricked with the needle sometimes or, you know, whatever. And that's okay. But you just, you know, you keep weaving it in because you know you wanted a part of this um, or else you don't get to take it with you. You know, it's just kind of this like fleeting thing that touched you and left. But if you want to use it as a part of this fabric of who you are as a person or the state of happiness, you know, if you want those fun experiences to contribute to the state of your happiness, um, you know, you kind of have to weave them in. And I also believe that some fun experiences don't have to get woven in. And that's okay, too, because there is this level of superficial, um, you know, things that f that are fleeting, uh, that are fine. That's fine. You know, we have... Uh, all the all the contrasting elements in this world. So yes, you know, sometimes you have fun or sadness or any of those things that are fleeting and they're just a touch and go kind of thing. And that's okay. Um, and that's part of it. But you just don't want to only have that. You don't want to be neglecting weaving it in sometimes too. Or you will be in exactly the same place that this particular uh, statement is talking about and referring to where... You've had plenty of fun and you've been, you know, working that fun angle, um, but you haven't been weaving any of it in or asking any of the questions or letting it touch you at a deep level or taking the slow, patient time to take that fun and have it mean something in a deeper way. Um, so... 
you have no freaking idea what real happiness is. You just, you know, you're going to get to the point as much fun as you've had and you've seen the world 50 times over, but you're going to get there and be like, and I don't even know what real happiness is because I just don't feel satisfied. I don't feel okay with me and with life because I've been running around trying to get the fun and, you know, instead of you know, taking that one piece of fun that I got and really sitting with it and, and asking the questions about how does this, how does this make me more okay or less okay with me or with life? What does this mean about like, what does this tell me? What does it inform me? Um, and, um, what am I going to do <laughs> and change, you know, because that's the thing I'm saying weaving and I'm talking about it like it's a metaphor, but there's also some additional elements of that metaphor. And the reason I'm saying you got to stop and be patient and do the work is that you know weaving is work. <laughs> it's not just like getting a thread, a beautiful piece of yarn and not weaving it into the tapestry. You know, that's work and it's, it's, it's action. It's action like, okay, I want it here. I've thought about where I want it. I'm going to try to figure out any ways that I can get it into this fabric and I'm going to do the work to get it in there and you know so anyway if you have your experience and go and do the fun thing and see the world and whatever it is and it makes you realize that there isn't something you're okay with about you or the way you do things or about life or you know then you're gonna have to do something about that um you know and you may not be able to just like solve it perfectly or whatever, but you're going to have to make some changes or put some effort in, but trying to weave it into your understanding of you. I mean, it might be like, hey, this is a flaw that I've got. I don't like it, but I'm not able to get rid of it because it's just a flaw that I have. So guess what? I'm going to know that about myself and do these other things to accommodate myself with that flaw. Um, you know, maybe know that about myself and admit it to others and tell others or see it when it's happening and admit it to others or, you know, pick people that don't have it as a flaw in their life or people who are tolerant of it or, you know, whatever. So it doesn't always mean like fix it, you know, like you see something you don't like, fix it in that easy, basic way. It means just take some action towards it and you ultimately do kind of fix it but in your in whatever way is possible it's you know that's that's up to you it's your fabric it's your weaving um and it doesn't always happen in one way but you know it's that how do you get to satisfaction and the place of like i'm okay i'm really okay with life and i'm living it and i feel alive and in action living it um and i feel okay with me and so i'm actually i do know happiness i'm okay with other people i have good connections with other people um and again, that's not even like the end all be all either. Some people seek that as the thing to like give them happiness. And it's just, you know, but it, it's got to all be woven in. If you're like having a bunch of relationships with people or you have great connections with people, but you're not letting it touch you or get woven in to the deepest core of you, or it's not affecting, you know, the way that you see the world, you're not letting it, you're not asking the questions, you're not, um, you know, getting it all twisted and turned into that deeper part of you and who you are, then those relationships, you know, aren't going to be able to contribute to that deep level of happiness. Um, so anyway, that's, you know, it was just about that distinction. It was an interesting one, you know, have as much fun as you want, but you're never going to know what real happiness is. Um, and, 
you know, I also loved it because I cannot tell you the number of times that I have explained to people, like, I feel really awful today or like, here's all this heavy stuff or here's all these problems that are coming up that I need to solve. And here's all this inner work and all this stuff that I'm really sad about or really um, disappointed in or really frustrated with or whatever. Um, and then immediately people are like, oh my God, so you're deeply miserable and like done with life and giving up hope, you know? And I'm like, no, I'm perfectly happy. I'm totally happy. Um, and then that's really difficult for people to understand. Like, wait a minute, you just spat out all these things that you were frustrated about. Like, yes, because I am having a lot of things uh, like that right now. Um, and I'm also <laughs> totally happy inside or experiencing happiness, totally satisfied, still hopeful, like in a place where I'm absolutely 100% okay. Um, I don't know, I thought it was worth talking about, making the distinctions, seeing if anybody else um, finds usefulness in that. Uh, yeah, so there it is. Thank you so much for listening. I've always loved playing with ideas and deepening in any way that I can. I find it brings connection back. It enlivens you, especially if you're using real play and games to do it. So come and check out all the games and stuff that we've got going on at bringconnectionback.com.